and welcome to this week's episode of They're Not Even Real Housewives, though, and the dream team are back together. We're back. Rosie's back from her excursion mm. at the beach somewhere. I don't know. Jaunt, where were jaunt to the coast. Jaunt to the coast, darling. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Didn't take you eight hours in a sprinter van? No, it did not. No. no. It was ple- pleasantly two hours. Simple drive. No one was arrested. It was very dull. Oh, did anyone fight? Did production have to step in? <laughs> no, 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 no one was wrestled. No one's parole officer was called. Oh, well, that was, that's kind of boring. It feels um, like a thousand years since we spoke though, doesn't it? It does, it really does. I was trying um, to refresh myself on what's happened. I was like, Christ, I can't, good Lord. So we've only had one episode of Atlanta, which is good because yeah. we can never remember Atlanta anyway. No. But... <laughs> There's been, and only one Dubai also. No, there's been two Dubais, but you and Mike spoke. No, but we didn't spoke about Dubai, we only spoke about Girls Trip. Was it two There's Dubai? been two Dubais, yeah, there's, there was Ski Dubai. And <gasps> yes, then when Phaedra popped up. And then this Dubai where I can't, anyway. And then. It'll jog my memory. Then, then boarding school Dubai. Yes, yes. And two Beverly Hills and yeah. two Girls Trip. Okay, yeah. so let's just make it known now that we are not going to remember any sequences <laughs> of events on. I think any I of remember these things. But the order is going to be like way off. Yeah. I think I have to go character by character rather than order. Yeah, that might be a good idea, actually. Yeah, so let's just assume that we haven't got the episodes correct. We might merge <laughs> episodes, we might discuss previews that are for the previous <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> we're not but buying into a linear time narrative not this episode we haven't I mean to be fair not many episodes but <laughs> this one in no. particular we are aware of it before we begin <laughs> so I think that's what should fair. we kick off with um well I suppose Atlanta because it airs first right so let's just okay stick with Atlanta so yeah what happened <laughs> so we so it's basically it's a charade themed episode I would say yeah because we start off at the podcast where she's like I don't know why she's doing her daughter's podcast because she's so uncomfortable and they ask her like there's like oh it's breaking news that like Tyrone has broken up with her yeah seemed seemed an odd an odd manipulation of how to do this to me well I feel like the daughter did that on purpose because she's tired of hearing her mum talk about Tyrone when she already done knows he's not uh, a good guy. So okay. she's like, let me now publicly shame her because she's not listening to me at home. Okay. Like, Interesting. I, I mean, and also because Sheree can't reach across the table and snatch a wig. Because no, yeah, found- no, that's actually very clever on her daughter's part. Yeah, it's frowned upon to smack your child. She could have done that if it was another person. But because yeah, yeah, or if it was child, in her house without coming <laughs> no, yeah. That's great. That's I think it was point. genius, actually. I do. And that's the kind of reintroduction of Fatoum. Who's Fatoum? Oh, yeah. A friend okay. from... Yeah. Mm, the... I was going to say Somalia. That's not right. Anyway. Oh, no, because she didn't say the place right either. Well, she didn't pronounce it the way we would pronounce it. Because I was like, wait, what? It was like Uganda or something. Oh, it's it going like... to annoy me. It's the place because the capital is the same name as the country, isn't it? Christ, it's going to annoy me. Oh, Djibouti. Oh, okay. There we go. Um, anyway, so we get reintroduced to her. She's at the podcast recording. And then she like comes around for coffee in like the world's least supportive bustier. 
can we actually just as a, like on that note the friend of in this episode were the highlight for me they were they- jesus it is the win they're like fuck you ex-wives club you want to be ex-friend of that is a show I mean the one who the one who's a hot mess that's sloppy that's stalking Drew it's just always just fantastic like the friend yeah. of situations yeah so they record the podcast Tyrone announces that she tried to send him back to jail by doing yep. shenanigans with the show yeah yeah because because what would her motivation for that be mate not no but I'm glad she's seen him for who he is and it's yeah though it was horrible like that bit where she like really like ferociously cried I was like oh that's horrible it was bad when she went into that other was it the when she went into that cinema yeah they went back to her house right yeah 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 oh so she arranges the naked party oh and Drew turns up wearing her same outfit (laughs) ah poor Drew You wouldn't oh, want to show up. You wouldn't want to show up naked next to Sheree. Never mind. I wouldn't want to wear the yeah, wear the same outfit as anyone, but particularly not Sheree. And she had like a weird bodysuit underneath where Sheree yeah, just she had, had like, like a corset, whereas Sheree just had fucking abs. <laughs> abs for days. Abs for days. She looks insane. Amazing. Amazing. Oh yeah, I'm here. Daniel's for- quote, like you are too fine to be in a <laughs> funk. I was like, nail on the head, mate. Absolutely. And Candy was serving body. Oh yeah, Candy looked great and actually <laughs> comfortable. <laughs> like, Everyone looked great. To be fair, like um, Kenya looked amazing. Yeah. In that yeah. like slip with the like kind of mesh bit, Drew looked less good, but Marlo looked good. They all looked. Yeah. In this party that I, I don't, it's so tenuous, isn't it? The reasons that we're doing things in this show now, like, yeah. so we're having this, it's like, it's naked because it's like, I'm bearing my emotion and all those, I just thought, why do all those balloons exist in that colour? I'm not really sure, actually. I didn't, it's like when people roll up in like a, like a, a G-Wagon or a Bentley and they've like painted it like gold or like mustard. Yeah. yeah. You're like, why would you spend half Who's a million pounds on a car? This? Yeah, they haven't. They have to go get it specially sprayed because there's no way. Yeah, well, she hasn't like she hasn't commissioned balloons. Those balloons exist in like the various shades of pale. It's very odd, like all that. Bizarre. Because then we did the weird life drawing, but none of them can do life drawing, so it was just coloring in. (laughs) (laughs) Ink by numbers. (laughs) Yeah, but I mean, ink by numbers. I liked the variety of specimen to paints, though. Yeah, it was it was a very mixed message with like the paddles. I thought these people don't know what they've been hired for. <laughs> they they've turned like... up and they've gone. Actually, this is going to be quite an easy gig, isn't it? It's <laughs> just getting my cock out in someone's living room. Okay, cool, cool. It's not as good as when the Married to Medicine Atlanta ladies did it. You don't watch Married to Medicine, do you? No, you need to watch Married I do to Medicine need to. Atlanta. Not in the day. Not the other ones, but Atlanta's brilliant. Um, because it's basically the real housewives, but they're all doctors mm. or married to a doctor. Actually, 90% of the cast is a doctor, and then the other couple of Occasionally, are there's doctors. just a married to a doctor. And 
yeah the shenanigans like they don't fight any less dirty they don't do anything but they do <laughs> just because they're smart doesn't mean they're, they're any less base <laughs> they're shades more intelligent not gonna lie um but yeah no the mar- and they did the paint they did they the did same, life the, drawing yeah sip and paint or whatever it is with like nude models but it was like it got intense like one of them was picking one of them up and throwing oh my the- okay yeah, it was a lot. And then the I think I couldn't like, get out. into it. And it's like an erotic, fun game, I think, because I've done life drawing like so much as part yeah. of like having gone to art college, we have to take it quite seriously. Yeah. I just, I'm just really not a great drawer. So I just wouldn't feel comfortable drawing, period. Like a naked body wouldn't bother me, but just a drawing would make me. Yeah. I would like to be in my feelings about it and I would like have a panic attack. Like it would be a whole thing. Would you feel better just colouring in an arse in a thong? Yeah, I would. I would. (laughs) You know, or like trying to get the shade in right on like the fourth, like the circumcised penis. Like I would prefer to try and do that than. Okay, good to know. Yeah. Yeah. And God, (laughs) yeah, I wouldn't know how to draw like an uncircumcised penis. That would just be weird. Yeah. Well, I can give you some tips. <laughs> well, they have one. That's the point. Unintended. <laughs> um, but yes, yeah, so they do that. Is that before or after they tried to give Sheree a yeast infection with the... No, this comes that's later. That comes later. But we have, at that point, we've had some other, other things have happened, haven't they? Because Drew has been told that a spirit is after her. Oh yeah, and it, they don't know if a prophet told her. Another prophet. Another prophet. There's so many prophets. Who knew? And does she trust these prophets? Because these prophets don't. I think would say doing, no. <laughs> doing well for her, and like not so well. So she's come in, or she's like on edge. She's looking for the spirits, isn't she? Well, especially because the woman or man prophet, whatever it was, told her that it could be a man, but it could also be a female with a. A, a, a man with woman's energy. I just think, considering she's so like, she's so scared when they get into the incense. She's so scared of the like witchcraft, as she calls it in inverted commas. Yet she fully believes in like spirits and prophets. And I'm like, this sounds a little bit false idol. You don't sound that good of a Christian. Okay, but we know how Christianity works, right? <laughs> like you're saying, he does. you're saying that like. The Bible is just like the first time you're like realizing what Christian. <laughs> oh, but I think everything is like the first time with Drew every time, isn't it? <sighs> I swear, every time she has sex with her husband, she's shocked. Like, well, she sex. thinks he looks like those pictures. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Who is she looking at? Ralph. I think when she had her mummy makeover, they forgot to do her eyes. Oh. She needs some laser. They forgot to do the rest of her body also, because that one of those things, I'd want a refund, okay? They just did her eyes. Everything is just blurry. I'd want a refund. They've I'm given spending, her a magic mirror. If I'm spending that much money on surgery, I want things to be tight. Like, I want to look <laughs> like a snack. Like, no, she's really... She's looking really different in the confessionals, the later confessionals. Yeah. It's all looking higher and tighter. Yeah, Sheree's got a weird pink corset confessional look that looks fucking awful. I don't remember that. It's just, it looks tacky. It looks like something out of Ann Summers. Oh, don't trash Ann Summers now. (laughs) 
Um, so they do colouring in. Yeah. Then they go downstairs for dinner on the floor. Oh, that's it. I liked that. The way that yeah, and that it's food. It's really proper nice. good food. Yeah, always good food. When she's yeah, so I mean, contrasted with Sutton's outside lunch with no fucking lunch. And also, put a rug down. Like, why are you making... Or come inside your fucking house. It's winter. We'll get into that. But yeah. yeah. No, but they're like complete opposite. It's really comfy. There's loads of food. It's really nice. Um, Kenya is on four drink Kenya at this point. And and that's where it gets so fun. Drunk Kenya. She's so fucking funny. Drunk Kenya has got to be my favourite. Her and drunk... Erica drunk and Kenya drunk and Lisa Rinna drunk. I like my favorite people in the whole wide world. Oh my god, it's so good! It was the the questions and then the answers, and then she was just like, "No, you're just saying the same thing over again." Like she was calling her out, and then I like it. I like how she's trying to orchestrate it. She doesn't realize that like we can see everything, so she's like, "We're gonna play this game. We're gonna do yes quiz." And I love the fact that it really started with a proper yes, queen. (laughs) Towards the end, it was like, yeah. It got got more and more awkward as people didn't quite commit to the answers and Drew couldn't say anything fucking nice. People were like, no, queen. Um, So when does it all kick off? Does it... It kicks off when we find out about the aliases. Oh, no, because we heard about that before, didn't we? Cause yeah, she, so oh, Fatoum's yeah, kind okay. of mentioned that, so then it's it's brought up. Because Lisa Wu is there. <sighs> I love meeting Lisa Wu. She not, she's, she's not going to miss, is she? She's here for a, for a big time. <laughs> she won't. If, if this you're going to have a row. Fuck off who it's with. Doesn't care. Doesn't matter. Does, it could be a wall. Makes no fucking difference. <laughs> She did come in hot for absolutely no <laughs> reason. So I'm just like, what? I thought I actually thought I was agreeing with you. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> I'm not finished. Oh, all right, okay. Fair enough. But she was like that when she was on the housewives as well. She yeah. kind of came in really strong, but her oh yeah. Oh no, I she went, she just went straight for it. She was bonkers. I think she needs to come back. Yeah. I yeah, she was think. funny. Yeah, she was great. Because I, yeah. I think I'm turning on Sonia. I think she's starting to rub me up. She's making some statements and she's behaving in a certain way that's making me uncomfortable. What did she say? She said something to Drew that I was like, okay, but that was that was too much. Like, it was the tone in yeah. which she said it. What, I can't remember what she said, but she said something that made me go, okay. To- about what, how busy they are. Was it this yeah, chat? But they, yeah, it was in that chat, but it, it might have been about that, but I can't remember exactly what, because when she said that to Ralph, I found that that was funny shape. Yeah, me too. Like, she's right, but, but the delivery she, is unnecessary. Yeah, but when she was speaking to Drew this time, I was like, now I'm like, oh, I'm feeling like you're doing this to jump on the bandwagon because you realise yeah. that the rest of the girls have a certain distaste for Drew and you're trying to, like... Yeah, it, it feels very forced. I don't like disagree yeah. with any of it in principle, but I'm like, oh, it's a bit much. Yeah, I agree. I agree. So and I think she's basically criticizing Drew for things that I don't think she wouldn't do. Oh, I like, agree. She's basically, 100%. like, yeah, criticizing Drew for being a pushover for a husband. I think Sanya is as well. Well, Sanya like openly says that she's well. She says it on blog. She doesn't say it. Yeah. 
out of her mouth because she probably doesn't write the blogs but um that's a different conversation I'm not coming for someone's livelihood I'm sure you do write your own blogs Sanya my bad before she runs sure over from Atlanta it. yeah well she <laughs> runs over from Atlanta in yeah, like she 20. could be here in three minutes to be fair <laughs> me out real quick so they have, we have the, the dinner and like Drew is trying to it starts up with Fatoum and Drew which would be more of a focal point if Kenya isn't being so fucking funny. Because <laughs> Drew's kind of trying to go like, she's drunk, she's a mess, I'm so put together. And Kenya's like, yes, she's a sloppy drunk. And she does the like falling backwards. I mean, anyone who says that woman can't act. <laughs> oh, I'm like this, and she just lays on the floor. And she gets up and she's Excellent. like, is my wig on straight? <laughs> she's so funny. And then... Then like she like interjects in at the seriousness of Drew like trying to justify how like how she feels about people and how she feels like she's been attacked and she's like, but do you do you love her? <laughs> but Drew, do you love her? It's just so she's so funny. <laughs> if we get to the bottom of Drew's aliases, so she claims no. it was Danielle alias is an assistant. So there's the assistant who we apparently we all know called Danielle but why would anyone have any aliases but equally why would anybody do a background check on someone that they don't know isn't that illegal it is yeah. illegal. you can't run background checks on people unless you have access to like the police systems and that's illegal I don't know I've got no idea got, are you allowed to have false names isn't that illegal yes I guess. So two, two wrongs make a right. <laughs> this is America. Yeah, I just thought it was a whole, it was a very odd, it's, it's yeah. a very odd, like, a selection of events that have happened. Yeah, I don't but, yeah, that one of Drew's. It. What I find weird is the thing that people are so upset, like, she's so upset about is the fact that, like, one of her husband's aliases is, could potentially be female. I'm like, that's not the thing that would worry me. It's just the, having multiple lines of credit and names and blah, blah. Yeah, because who said it was at Candy when she was like, like, none of us know what he does. Like, he doesn't have yeah, a job. Yeah, yeah, she, yeah. Absolutely. So you would be concerned why he's like, yeah. Why would you need another name? Yeah, completely. Mm, I don't know. But, you know, when Kenny is the moment, nothing else really matters. So, yeah, it just descends. Drew thinks she's being really clever and like, oh, I'm eating my salad. She thinks she's looking really coy and she just looks like a dickhead. And really... it's really highlighted by the fact that, like, Kenya, who is, like, drunk off her tits, is still smarter than her. <laughs> Kenya's the and baddest she's like, bitch. I'm so well behaved. I'm, I'm doing it. Like she can't see that we. She thinks we can't see that she's pretending. I, yeah, she's the type of person who is always going to make you feel bad and inadequate about something that you do because she's embarrassed and she's ashamed of herself. Yeah. And I, I don't stand for people like that, especially females because I don't it's like the people that when you go out drinking with and you're hung over the next day and then all they want to do is tell you about how drunk you were and the stupid shit that you did yeah and so like I, I'm not going well, out we with you again. Up, exactly no thanks like okay when I do my stupid stuff where I make you stand in front of me outside pubs to pee that's a different <laughs> conversation 
um i don't turn around the next day and go oh my god i can't believe you peed outside that i can't i can't with those (laughs) females all those men i can't i just no no where's the solidarity if you don't want to play go home exactly and drew is that person and i can't and it's and like sheree i think feels a bit sad for her because she was saying that she can't give a compliment because she does she's never she never gets them yeah 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 it's yeah like, well, you make yourself unlikable it's like a it, it's a spiral it is a spiral I so mean we get into who, who is Danielle and 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 I think people are upset about the wrong thing but then Kenya just like steals the whole show with because then she starts being the moment <laughs> it's when she's talking to the moment, bitch <laughs> She's talking to the camera, it's too much. I did when she runs away. I love it. And they can't catch her. And Sheree's like, like, not in the chateau. You can't be in my chateau. (laughs) I am the moment. And then she's like, the moment is leaving. And then she returns. The moment is And it's funny because bless, she doesn't really ever drink, so it is really funny that she is really good fun. Oh, drunk Kenya is everything. Yeah, because Marlo is just being mean. Marlo's, Mar- I don't know what's happened to Marlo. I don't understand Marlo's- any of it. I don't understand why she's kicked the boys out. Because, because they're messy. <laughs> no, because she's hit a parenting. <laughs> she's hit a parenting part. Which well, she's got made, nothing left. She's got nothing left. The difference is she didn't birth these boys and they're yeah. grown. So I'm not saying I'm not going to kick my kids out. I've already told Mike multiple times, one day <laughs> he's going to come home and he's going to find our kids sitting in the driveway with the suitcases because I'm done. <laughs> but there's a certain level. I, I don't know if I'm going to get stick for this because obviously there's like adoptive parents and stuff like that, but it's a bit different. Like the adoptive parents longed for that child, that adoptive parent yeah, wanted they- that child. Whereas and if you give birth, you've longed for that child. You wanted that child. But whereas, because Marlo's was given these children yeah, out of Yeah, she's a, her parent had thrust upon her. Through a, necess- a necessity rather than a want or a need. Yeah. I feel like the drive, the drive, the perseverance, I can't find the right words, but like the putting up with the crack yeah. levels are probably a lot lower than yeah. what we would put up with. But it's like what Candy said in her confessional. Either stay the game or like don't like you have these kids you can't be picking and choosing whenever you feel like yeah exactly especially with her whole narrative of like how yeah. fucked over she was by being passed from pillar to post yeah exactly like she it- should value the consist. I mean I fully get what you're saying like being a parent is hard when you definitely absolutely love them and want them let and alone if- they're fucking teenagers who just appeared in your house and are ungrateful like she feels like they've been ungrateful yeah. like she's done all this stuff are, them. are ungrateful oh, listen my five and seven year old are ungrateful jesus yes mine too so it's yeah i get it and it's hard yeah i get it i feel for a fucking sister because did she say she already has four kids all under a certain age by the sounds of it like, yeah. the and then she's got like another oh my word yeah i think ken candy did really well didn't she i think she they had a nice heart to heart and she kind of said, like, you have to put your big girl pants on and realise that actually your your parental responsibilities should take priority at this point. Like, look after yourself, go to therapy. But 
you got to yeah. really think about this because you can't keep you can't fuck this up multiple times. No, because these boys, and especially in America, young black men, mm. this isn't going to go well for them. If they don't have a stable home life, it's not going to go well for them. And if they can't trust you, one hundred percent. Because you've said, she said, all you ever have to like, I'll always be here. I'll always show you you are loved. That's my principle. And then it's just flips. Mm-hmm. Yep, totally. Like it's consistency, yeah. isn't isn't it? If you go, I'll always love you, but you, but from day one, you got to keep your fucking bedroom tidy, or else you're out on your ear. Then at least you're being honest. Well, this is it. This is it. because she did say as well earlier on in the season where she said that she felt like she did them a disservice because she was overcompensating for the stuff that she yeah didn't yeah, have. which kind of makes sense. And she's learning on the job, isn't she? As all parents are, but luckily you. you when you have your own kids, they can't. You're, you've got a couple of years, so they don't really know if you, when you fuck up, do they? They don't know that you spoil them when they're two, and then you cut back a bit, and like you, you've got time where they're not as savvy. Yeah, but also at the same time, though, I feel like in the same breath, Marlo will say, "I all I needed was a consistent thing. All I needed was this. All I needed was that when I was in foster care. All I needed was blah blah blah." So if she's aware of the behaviours that she required when she was in foster care, why is she displaying the polar opposite with the kids? Do you know what I mean? It's hard. I know, but you know, whenever I'm like... It's hard to strike against things. It's easier to repeat them. Well, yeah, I mean, that's literally how the human brain works, isn't it? And the abuse system works, right? Like kids that were abused, abused people. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so... But then Marlo just gets kind of nasty and she kind of like... She announces the road trip at the like at the when they're all having their like hug and their cheers and Kenya's like oh the road trip and you can't really tell if she's being sarcastic and then they start like doing like cheersing over the head and that's when drinks start getting thrown and Candy's going I don't like this <laughs> and Sheree's getting pissed off and well, then you yeah, yeah. cost her like half a million pounds to it will cost someone not Sheree because Sheree don't pay her bills <laughs> and then like like Kenya's just having a good time and then Marlo just again for no like no reason is like not because she's saying I'm the moment she's like not to Mark you're not not to your baby daddy you're not I'm like fuck off why that's so mean and so unnecessary absolutely no need for it none whatsoever none yeah she comes off poorly in this episode I think Marlo she does and I think she looked very glamorous like she looked very classy in a way that wasn't just labels yeah in yeah kind of cream with her like gentle wave if you could like randomly asking your question remotely not about this but like I've been thinking about this a lot if you could have any housewife's wardrobe whose wardrobe would you have oh oh I'm gonna need to think about that okay <laughs> <laughs> that's not something I can commit to <laughs> who are you having because i flipped between maybe diana oh yeah diana wasn't even in my in my remix i flipped between like marlo yeah dorit 
old Erica Jane. Like when Dorit Erica is too labelly for me. But it's I too like, branded. But I like that. But I wouldn't wear it all together. Like I wouldn't look like Louis Vuitton threw up on me. I would maybe yeah, wear the one no. piece and, and the different thing. But I feel like her wardrobe would have some amazing pieces in it. Yeah, it would. Um, but no, Except I don't think, think she has can. it all. I think it's all been returned. I agree. Well, yeah, or stolen for a tax thing <laughs> I think loads of things were stolen that weren't there yeah and then also as well for like costumes and like going out Chanel iron oh yeah fucking hell yeah <laughs> I mean great great fun in it I would you do these things you pick up and you'd be like I don't know which is, is that an armhole is that a head hole is this a handbag who the fuck knows is this a wig what is this everything um, has feathers I'd love to know what her hair looks like I don't think she has any hair no, do you reckon she's got short hair? Yeah, I reckon there's hardly anything. Yeah. Either way, the woman's beautiful. But okay, so back to Atlanta. So is this now when they give Sheree yeast infection? Yeah, so then we do, or at some point in this in this timeline, there is the coochie incense. Are you going to do, would you ever do coochie incense? Is that something you would do? Uh, I'm going to say no. <laughs> I just, I get a yeast infection if I use scented toilet paper. <laughs> like... And not even, like literally, I could have the toilet paper in my hand, and, like, <laughs> and that would do it. I like get it past my face, and it goes just just like touching the top of my thigh. And I'm like, oh wait, no, that smells. And then next <laughs> well, day, infection. I haven't even wiped myself with it. <laughs> I have the most coach in the whole world. I think it's really I'm bad. sort of fine. I just think, I mean, I don't think I've got any demons to expel, so. Oh, I have a ton of those, but then I'm coming out the coach. That's a sacred place. It was the, like the potential of the. I liked the conversation of how it's going to burn your hair. I thought this sounds like it's genuinely dangerous. Yeah, I'm not. I mean, yeah. Because, like we've established, there's some knees in Atlanta. They can get low. They can. This get is super genuinely low. risky. It's not. It's not okay. Not like okay. if that was Beverly Hills, who would worry? No one, and they don't have any hair anyway. <laughs> no, that's true. There's not been any hair for 15 years. There's not been any hair. It's fine. But yeah, I did wonder how much. I was like, I wonder how much this has entirely been made up for this episode. I wonder if this incense has ever existed in the world. Oh, I'm sure it has somewhere, but they bastardized it, right? So it's, <laughs> like, it's gone from like a. I got more concerned about the floor. Oh, because there was that hot stuff. Yeah. And they were yeah. like flapping about. I was like, they're going to knock it over and like fuck up her flooring. Set fire to her entire chateau. Yeah. Or maybe they were supposed to because she needed the insurance money. Because <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't pay a bill, does she? Um, did anything else happen? Not, not that I'm aware of. Because at the end, that, that it was, was it for me. <laughs> it was the preview, wasn't it, for next week's episode where she doesn't win. Drew says to her, I know you seem to think things things are free, but people need to be paid. <laughs> I was like, do you know what, Drew? That, You're not I'm wrong. Gonna, I'm gonna give you that piece of shade. I'm gonna give it to you. That wasn't so yeah. bad. Because this is when they're going to where are they going? I nearly said the Lake District, but that's not they're going to the Lake District. Cool. <laughs> that's gonna be a long sprint of us. You know, they're going to like... a lake? Lake Michigan? The Great Lakes. 
yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know where they're going. But yeah, but I the think they were the late. Going. Oh, are they? Okay, good. Well, only because I've seen a preview clip where is, is, someone um, and Todd Ross driving them. I don't know, but yeah, in his Uber. Because um, thinking Robbie, Todd sitting next to Candy in the preview, oh, okay. and it looked like they were eating dinner outside. Okay. Because um, she uses, she said she's not Michelle Obama. Yeah. You go low, I'm gonna go low with you. Died. <laughs> I died. Yeah. yeah, get a husband and then tell me what to do with one. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That's Candy. I do think she looks so tiny again. Suddenly they all look really tall and she looked really tiny again. I thought they need some yeah. short people there to be friends with. Well, her and Sheree are the same height, aren't they? Because they're a part How? of the team. In what world? I just don't understand. Because well, Sheree has like all the hair. I think so I, I really need taller. to see their like. What is it when you get arrested? Mugshot. They're mug shots because they've always got like proper uh, official heights, haven't they? Not the heights people say they are, but actual heights. Yeah, and the actual date of birth as well. Not the date of yeah. birth, but they say that they are. Yeah. So when we get the talent at work and they're all six foot one, and you're like, yeah. standing on what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm six foot one if I stand on a nine inch box. <laughs> it's Tom Cruise syndrome, isn't it? When Tom Cruise wears the platforms inside his shoes because he's a short motherfucker. Dickhead. Oh, Tom Cruise annoys me. Um, all right, I think that's we... the universal truth, though. Everyone seems to love that film. As if anyone, that's what that's the thing that's going to get people back to the cinema. I've heard it's incredible. Um, I've not, I've not rushed out to go and watch it. No, I think there might be some sort of hypnotism in it. It's all Scientology subliminal messages. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's all, it's all a metaphor. Yeah. All right. So nothing else for Atlanta. We're good. No, there was a moment where um, uh, Sanya went to Kenya's house to talk about if she should have another kid. Is that what happened? They went, oh, yeah, she had she a charcuterie board. Yeah, she did, and Candy phoned her. Yeah, okay. Candy rang and was like, I don't get anything when I get around. Yeah. <laughs> and so it made me think, okay, I had a revelation about Sanya. Okay. And the house and the glasses and the pots. Okay. They don't live there. Okay. I think they've hired that house purely for the filming of this. So they can be in Atlanta. Yeah, because mm. she's been offered a place in Atlanta. But I don't think they, they live there. Yeah. My theory that they they don't they don't live in that house because no one seems to understand the arrangement and they don't have any fucking stuff. And I think I think there's been an agreement. I think he has said we can do this show if we have another kid. Beverly Hills or okay. Dubai? I don't feel like I can remember much about Dubai. Okay. No, but think... again, it's the same old, same old with Dubai, isn't it? Nothing happens. Yeah, Vedra's arrived. Yeah. I feel like several people are making fashion choices which are bordering on mocking Islam. There's a lot of like, <laughs> look at me, I'm ironically wearing a headscarf. <laughs> Like, is that all right? Oh, I think the the yellow hair and the headscarf yeah. thing was was probably if it wasn't a black person that did it, it would have been offensive. <laughs> I think a bit you know with I mean? Phaedra too, like yeah, headscarf so hits out. 
mm, okay. head to toe. Like, I mean, Phaedra was gotcha, the yeah. Listen, <laughs> again, Phaedra, I absolutely fell in love with Phaedra in Dubai. I know, like, yeah, yeah, she's great. <sighs> she's absolutely great. So, yeah, so she turns up, obviously, for lunch and head to toe Dubai. Um, head to Oh, God. Head to Dubai. She turns up for lunch in Dubai and head to toe Versace, yep. which was amazing. She announces she wants to open up a business or buy property or something yeah. in Dubai because, you know, she needs to do that. Because because she's... do we Are we buying that she's friends with people previously? I'm not. I don't care. I just think, why, why bother? I just don't know how they would have met. Yeah. Because she's from Boston. Phage is from Atlanta. Even further south, isn't she? Yeah, but like she's lived in Atlanta for, yeah, like, yeah, for, for at many least 15 years. years. Yeah, so. Yeah, but no, I don't I care. Don't I'm happy. I like her there. They go skiing. It sounds fucking awful. I've Pretend done that. skiing I in. Oh, God. I mean, so who the fuck cares? It's like going to Milton Keynes. Oh, wow. Okay. I was about to tell you about my trip, but fuck you. I just think it sounds so awful. I mean, the concept of skiing sounds awful to me. I enjoy skiing. But if you're so going to do it, it, isn't the whole point that you go to somewhere beautiful? Yeah, you want to go to like Stard, Stard. Yeah. yeah. Somewhere. France, Canada, yeah. places that have beautiful, like natural beauty. Yeah, not the I, inside of a fucking mall. That's true. So, but I, I did it when I was in Dubai because it just opened and it was like a big thing and it was very interesting. But my favourite part was them fighting at the beginning with Caroline Stamber over what she was going to wear. Yeah. Like, why You've is wear the uniform? Just literally fuck off. And why is Sergio always there? My God. I mean, okay. So, think, like, who is, who is whose prisoner in this marriage? Oh, he 100% is Stamber's prisoner. Because, again, he came to the pool party or whatever the fuck it was. Also, I just... I don't understand that we're supposed to be so excited by him. Like he's waxed and toned, but... Uh-huh. Well, he was Brooks and Nina yeah. were on Watch What Happens Live. Mm-hmm. Okay. And they did a... He, Andy Cohen did the poll thing and he said, who's now the hottest house husband? Sergio. Or is it still Mauricio? And I'm like, why are we sleeping on Juan Dixon and Ross? Yeah. But then, the other ha- husbands in Dubai... Are not ugly men. I mean, Chanel Ian's husband's not exactly. Oh yeah, no, he's not. He's not. Also, how old did she say she was at her birthday? She doesn't know because one, her Somalian passport says one date, and her other passport. Yeah, says but neither of them seemed like they would be right. Yeah, I'm sure she said one of them is she was 35. Yeah, and the other one was 40 something. Yeah, I was like, 35 seems like a stretch. <laughs> like she looks great but she looks 35 no no and also she has a 16 year old I don't know why people I don't know why people lie that way why lie and say you're younger lie and say you're 15 years older people think you look fucking great if I say I'm 60 people will be amazed this is true actually I've never thought about it like that it's the same way people are really interested in having a really good passport photo. I'm like, no, I'd rather be better in real life. I'd rather, I'd rather, I'd rather not be a disappointment compared to my passport photo. I just renewed my driving license and they took my passport picture 
yeah. to do my driving license. And I was like, that's depressing. Because I remember <laughs> being really hungover and getting my passport photo taken. Um, and then it, then my new driving license came through and I was like, oh, shit. Because my driving license photo, I was early 20s. I look yeah. good. <laughs> oh, see, and I look terrible. I had... So I have got my first driving license at 17 and then my second one at 27. Um, so, when, so the one I had when I was 17, they were in colour. The photo was in colour. And then when I was 27, they'd made it black and white. And I looked at mine and people, was, people were saying, oh, isn't it like such a comparison because now they're in black and white. And I thought, no, I'm so pale when I'm 17 that you cannot tell the difference yeah. between my black and white one. Yeah. I look no. like that always... photocopy of like Myra Hindley that they put out for people. Oh God, yeah. Have that's... you seen the, Have you seen the Moors Murderer? That's I... what I look like. Yeah, and then the at twenty seven in black and white, I look like a ten year old Chinese boy. So none of them are great. Oh God, why went up my nose? Ten year old <laughs> Chinese boy. Okay, I'll show you on. the picture. It's a good look. Oh no, I'm 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 definitely seeing that picture. That's not nonsense. <laughs> um. Okay, so what else happens? So I don't know. They, so I, the this is where it all blurs, party. doesn't it? So there's there's her birthday party where she's Which, in. Can we talk about that red dress? Oh my god, it's she, amazing. Now, I now I mean I got she is in red, and now I'm feeling nice. Fantastic. <laughs> the headgear as well. Fabulous. She's just incredible, and her son, excuse me, needs to appreciate the moment that is his mother. Yeah, I mean, you but probably can't. He wants, to, but he wants to be with his friends. I get it. Like, yeah. <laughs> like guys. she's a lot, isn't she? Imagine if that was your mum. <laughs> We're gonna be having our birthdays together forever. Okay. I feel like she planned it. Yeah, yeah. Like she paid a doctor to pull that oh, baby I just, out. I feel like probably no. I think she probably gave birth on that day and then engineered that it was her birthday. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I feel like her birthday is quite a mobile it is, yeah, number kind of date. Yeah. So that was Anytime. great. And at um, this point, Stanbury is like trying to make friends with people, isn't she? And then they, we start getting into wedding chat about how she doesn't want to hang out with her parents and she doesn't want to hang out with his parents. And but You know, yeah, and that's harsh and it's fine. But when you speak... <laughs> harsh to... but honest. But when you listen to her story and you listen to the stuff that she went through and you listen to all that stuff, you kind of have a respect for her being like, that's not how I was raised. This is not how I She's am. She's being totally honest. And we know posh British people. That's what they're like. They're emotionally removed. They're stunted in their emotions. Yeah. Uh, and I actually um, think she's quite progressive in that she can recognise that and she's changed it, hasn't she? 100%. And she gets criticised all the time for being kind of cold and aloof. And I'm like, well... She's a product yeah. of who she is. Her environment, yeah, she changed exactly. that for her kids. Yeah, well, I don't even know if she changed it for her kids, but she's trying to change She didn't send them away and stuff, hasn't she? True, this is true. And then that comes out in the second episode, doesn't it, when she's talking to Caroline Brooks. Yeah. And she's saying, no, don't do it. Well, she's have like, you, you just, do you have any experience of this? Have you even spoken to him about it? And she was like, well, no. And it's like, and then because then she ha- then it moves into the dinner with her best friends and Sarah, who yeah. is a little is a bit annoying. But I 
the whole but, but that dinner like fu- it fucking explodes and i'm like uh this is this is a you issue this is not what people have said to you this was you were going to be set off about this just watching her go into the furniture shop with Ian and oh, yeah. having the son with her there and then having the confessionals when all she talks about being a mother and it's the only thing that's worthy to her and this is her life and all the rest of it and then watching everything that happens from that point yeah and seeing her explode at the dinner with her two childhood friends and Sarah I was like Caroline who are you trying to prove this to because completely what, which one are you trying to prove? Are you trying to prove that you're really rich and your kid is really well-behaved and you've got loads of staff? Because that's something that rich people don't have to shout about. Rich also, people don't care if their kids are well-behaved. No, they really don't. They're obnoxious and they're disgusting yeah. people. And they're yeah. rude to the staff, yeah, which is exactly what yeah. you've been shouting and shouting and shouting. The way your... she's like, can we get this? Can we get that? Can we do this? Can we do this? And then she's like, to her, like the chicken thing. Oh, my days, Rosie. Yeah. I swear to God. Would oh. you like mommy to cut the chicken for you? Okay, cool. Then she calls Sarah, over. Will you her... cut the chicken for her? And then bring it back to me so I can give it to him. Like, what is this? But also, I just, it's that like, like, if this was Kathy Hilton's house, she wouldn't have to say, bring me the chicken no. and cut up the chicken and then bring it back to me. And then she, because, because it would have been done. Because it would have been done because she would have explained to the staff, this is what your job is. Yeah. And to do it quietly. And I think they would probably have been paid well. But I think she's just shouting at those that those poor people all the fucking time. Yeah. It, the, and it doesn't whole, make you look rich. It makes you look like a dickhead. If I can give him everything that I can to make him succeed in life, I'm going to. I was like, but you're successful. Did you go to boarding school? Yeah. And no. what are you giving him? Because already, like suddenly this is so important, but he doesn't know how to use a fucking knife and fork. He doesn't know how to use a knife and fork. And also, why, like Sarah, Sarah said, why aren't you putting him to bed? Yeah. I just think you're neither doing one thing or the other. I agree you're not, you're not giving him the loving, compassionate relationship of a mother no. or a parent and putting him to bed and looking after him and being nice to him. But equally, you obviously haven't invested so far at this point because he's how old? Yeah, I don't know. Let's say he's 10. But both of my kids can use an iPhone for both yeah. of them. Whether they use them is a different conversation, but they, they are capable of using But it's like she's trying to show off to those like school friends as well. Oh, I don't understand who she's trying to show off to. Is she trying to show off to us? I don't know. I don't get it. I The plight of a single mother, I will never understand. And I can never begin to try and work out the psyche behind what goes in yeah. with that. Fair. I can't. But as a mum, if I'm failing at basic stuff where I can't cut my child's chicken, I want to send him to boarding school, I don't seemingly have a relationship with this child. This child doesn't really seem to want to kiki with me. Like no. There's, no, there's no banter. There's no back and forth. Like as much as we complain about our children and like my children are facey and listen, it's... Sometimes the Jamaican in me wants to come out, but I have to read it back in and realise that I can't backhand my child. It's not appropriate. I have to take it down a notch. So I may slip into Patois every now and again, and, you know, they get told about themselves. But 
I can have that moment with my child and I can have that in front of my peer group, in front of my friends, in front of even people that I barely know, but they know me as a mum and not feel any kind of way when they turn around and say something to me. I'll be like, listen, I don't give a fuck about what you're saying. I know how it's I raise that. my children and I raise my children a certain way and I'm a good fucking mum. I think it's that, isn't it? The fact that she was so sensitive to it. So sensitive to it. But she went Obviously means she doesn't... But I think that just means she's not happy with what she's doing. Mm. She's conflicted. Mm. Because otherwise... I mean, I think Sarah was being a bit ballsy because I don't think they know each other that well. But she did... I don't disagree with what she said. No, neither do I. I don't disagree with what she said. I don't think I would say it... in what like the second time I was in someone's house we're in the ultimate countdown to the wedding now oh yeah I think we should talk about tiki tiki (laughs) (laughs) and how you shouldn't marry anyone who can't say sex I mean him and Vicky Gumpelson belong together don't they I mean at some point I started to think do they mean sex and when it well it got so obscure I thought I don't know what else they're into what else could it mean but my god and she's so voraciously doesn't want to have sex with him (laughs) well she's tired i'm tired i'm not i'm not even her age yet and i'm tired like i mean if you're that fucking tired why are you with a 27 year old because of that ego i don't get it i don't get why they're together i don't get why either of them I really liked how much her parents are not impressed with her life. <laughs> they were like, gives a shit. It's well, unpleasantly they, hot here. They've come from their they £20 million. Pounds. Yeah, Sorry. old money. Shit's established. Mansion, where, you know, they've got the same... Well, you don't have to open the door and immediately see the break glass here being embedded in the wall I thought oh that is a shame isn't it it's a shame that that's quite so visible it's ruined the whole aesthetic hasn't it yeah the whole pillared whatever fucking place this is and the butler the poor butler when they were like we requested you again he did not look impressed with that at all you don't tip you don't tip and you work in English ragged yeah yeah I mean I don't know what we don't tip for our international audiences we're very rude I tip because my mum worked as a waitress in I tip good service, but I don't tip as standard. No, I don't tip as standard. I don't you have tip to work bad for service, money. absolutely not. work for my money. But when I go on holiday... We also have minimum wage here. This is true. Still not livable, though. <laughs> no, but, like, in America, there just isn't minimum wage. Like, you would just no. die if you didn't yeah. have tips, wouldn't you? Um, yeah, no, when I go on holiday, I always tip at the start of my holiday. Yeah, the of course. And the waiters in the restaurant, and then I tip at the end of the holiday. Yeah, worked for it, but also yeah. it means that I get like I get my drinks first. Like I'm not, it's not, it's not my first time. Exactly. It's like I, I could... very much remember the people I've looked after in the industry who tip well. They're they're yeah. very much at the forefront of my mind. Of course, of course. It's like when you go out and when you well when we used to go out on New Year's Eve, you'd always give the barmaid a nice chunk of change at the start of the night. Even yep. though we don't tip barmaids in this country, but you do it at the start of the night because when the queue is 15 people deep at the bar, you're getting your drink first. I'm not done. Wise. This is absolute wisdom right here. It's a, listen, all you millennial people and your younger people, I'm a millennial, they aren't I? They probably don't go out and buy alcohol at New Year, the youth. But 
but I'm a millennial, aren't I? I, I don't know. What's the next thing? I don't know, but I'm embarrassed Gen to be Gen Z. They're the ones who are like actually going to save the world, yeah? That's Greta Thunberg and that lot, yeah? <sighs> we don't know how to do a fucking day's work because they get anxiety every five minutes. Sure. Yeah, they're the ones that are going to save the world. <laughs> okay. All right, gammon. Sure. <laughs> I don't fully believe that of all of them, but I do feel like a large, vast majority of them are snowflakes. Um, well, unlike, say, like Boris, who, you know, it's just going to keep winning, 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 and you can't tell him no. He's a he's fucking not, snowflake. He's not a snowflake. He's a complete and utter twat. It's <laughs> Anyway, we digress. So that's that's mm. all I think has happened in Dubai. It's the countdown to the wedding. I kind of can't wait to see the wedding just so that it's fucking over. No, okay, let's talk about... Okay, let's have a Chanel Ian appreciation moment. Okay. Then. So when they called her Big Bird and she Googled it. Yeah, they Googled said, it. I don't care because I'm black and I look good in yellow. You wear yellow. And that is not that is not not a statement. Black with yellow black is skin not yellow. kind. Yeah, in, on black skin. Oh, she would look amazing. She did look amazing in that yellow outfit. Um, what else did she say? Can you imagine what I would look like in that outfit? Can let's just take a moment to imagine. That. No, this is why we need to do the video podcast. People need to. Do... <laughs> Yes, we don't really know what we look like. I'm sure. If you're wondering um, what I look like, I'm I have a brunette bob on what could only be described as quite a red little face and a blue body. <laughs> you look a bit like the chick from Scooby Doo, the bob. Yeah, Thelma. Thelma. Yeah, the glasses and the bob, but that's about it. That and yeah, somewhere in between that and the uh, costume designer in The Incredibles. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! Enid, is it Enid? Yeah. No. Is it Edith? Edith. Edith. Oh, she is like the best person in the whole wide world. And not kind of... <laughs> Which is not something I approve of because I actually very much endorse Cape. It's, it's no Cape. Oh, I love it when she has the no baby. Like, yes, yes, don't worry, darling. All fine, <laughs> darling. Oh, I love her. Oh my God. Yes, you do. Okay, 100% Rosie has nailed her kind of. Up but it's but that's not it's not a surprise because she's a costume designer and in the world I live in there's not it's it's not like what I have is an uncommon look. A bit niche. <laughs> well, in that world, there's, there's when I worked up at Scottish, the gents chorus couldn't tell me and the other costume assistants apart because we all looked we all had a bob and glasses and we're like a, you know a little white girl. Oh, see now in any other situation that would be considered racist. It's distinct, it's but in yeah, in the theatre there's ten a penny. <laughs> They're all called Rosie or Penny or... Really? Yeah. They say fucking English. <laughs> I'm the diversity. I'm Northern. It's usually home counties. I'm repeating my pants. I need to do this. Okay. Um, yeah. And then she also had another couple of amazing moments where she said some like incredible one-liners and I can't remember any of them now because I'm just stuck on you looking like the chick from the Incredibles. <laughs> <laughs> that's, what I can, that's what I can see now. Yeah, I mean, I'm liking Dubai, but it's quite backgroundy, I think. Yeah. We'll see. Are they going to have, they're going to have to have season two because they can't get rid of Chanel Ian or they're going to have to put her into another franchise. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I think I'll have season two. I think it'll go and go for a couple of seasons. I think it's going to be be the wedding. But then I think I'm I'm not sure how much I care about the rest of them. I thought when Sarah had to make a speech about how we're all we should all Very be nice people, people, I thought that yeah. was really really poor. But I agreed with Chanel when she said that she at some point it gets preachy, and I feel like she so was so preachy. But at the same time, like I'm looking at Sarah and I'm like, you can preach at me. Like I'm very sexually attracted to Sarah. Very. But I think she. I don't think her having an audio really helps her anyway. I think I, I would know, just I watch her in slow her. motion. Yeah, one hundred percent. I need to look at her. Yeah. I would watch her have her hair dried. <laughs> Do you not think that? I think I would watch her get a blowout, like, quite happily. Yeah, it was like, I was, do you remember the Timothy adverts? <laughs> she looks like she should be in the Timothy advert, like that yeah. slow motion head flick from the Yeah, she looks life. like she should be telling me about, like, thread counts. She looks like she should be selling me cashmere. She's got suck my dick lips. And she's just, she's got a very high quality vibe in terms of like, mm. the, like the more she wears, the less good it looks. Like the, when she's, the more pared down she is, the more I'm like, yes, would buy what you're selling. Yeah. I don't need to see the bling. Because she doesn't be a much... camel coat and a pair of Joseph trousers and I'll believe you're a millionaire. Yeah. Yeah, I'm here, for, I'm, I get you on that one. Um, I really liked Nina's Gucci bucket hat. We, right, so we've had the, bu- the bucket hat conversation. <laughs> yeah, you, you should wear a bucket hat. Um, They're just, but I just want to. But if you're going to wear one, buy the Gucci one, because that was nice. <laughs> that was really nice. I it really was really nice. That it was a really good hat. look. Um, Whereas then, I'm going to look more like cheap Renna. Renna Prada. She's not scared of a bucket hat. I mean, okay, so it's a nice size step into Beverly Hills. Then, Should we start like, into, into Beverly Hills? So Lisa Rinna's outfit with the Versace shoes at Sutton's lunch. She looked like she, an anime. She looked like Chris Jenner in a Lifetime movie. <laughs> <laughs> like the 80s. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Right? Yeah, that is it. The, the hair, the glasses, the, the everything. Classic, it was all like block. it was all at angles, like a like she looked like a candlestick holder. <sighs> with all in out in out flares. She was a hot mess. <sighs> but at least she was polite. She was she knew what to do the first time you go into someone's house and it's been decorated. She comments on the decoration. Yeah, she's there. She goes, oh, this is nice. Look at this bathroom. Look at this. Oh, lovely. This is lovely. Like, she's a polite human being in that instance. Oh, Lisa Rinna's very polite when she's yeah. not racist or homophobic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In polite society, she manages to pull it off. Because we haven't spoken since Garcelle's birthday party. Well, no, we haven't spoken since the actual Garcelle's birthday party. Yeah. One that we spoke about was just Kyle just being beginning. unreasonable and yeah, we didn't bar. get into miscarriages. We didn't get into telling other people's children to fuck off. Okay, so let's start with. In that instance, if you were Garcelle, 
what would you have done if you'd have found out what Erica had just said? I think... Just ask this question. I like to hope that I would have recognised that shouting at Erica at that moment would have had no beneficial effect and her kid was upset and I would have just taken my kid out and gone home. I don't think the boy was upset, though. I think he was shocked. I think he handled that like a champ. Oh, absolutely. But I think he was a bit upset. But I don't know. I just didn't think he was like going home and crying about it. No, like, but I, I think the fact like that as a 14 year old, he kind of taken aback. Yeah. And I think he kind of said it to his mum in a way that he almost seemed a bit surprised that he'd actually just said it because he was, he seemed a bit taken aback. I think if he hadn't been shocked and he hadn't been a bit taken aback, he wouldn't have like then said it to his mum and just brushed it off. Mm. But he was like, oh my God, yeah, she just told me to fuck off. Like he was like mm. processing out loud. What I found so hypocritical was everybody else's reaction. Oh. Like Dorit, like fucking laughing it off. Like if someone had done that to her children, she would have lost her fucking mind. But then when she was speaking to Mauricio and, and, and Kyle, and, and she was like, laughing. That was I understand. See, have you seen the heat that Mauricio has got on the internet? he's fucking baked out of his mind he doesn't know what he's saying when he said oh i think it's really great that she said that it was clearly it's great that she's pissed but i think it, he was clearly saying that in tongue and cheek he didn't actually mean that he was happy that she said the stuff that she said yeah i think he just means it was great tv yeah and he's always high so fine but yeah and then when dorit outwardly said i found it a bit funny and a bit uncomfortable but of course it wasn't my child yeah and I think as well yeah I'm gonna say it fuck it um if it had happened to a white member of the cast would it have been as taken as like so say Garcelle had said that to one of their white children would it have yeah. been as easy as easy, as easy to, to brush it off it? yeah no, absolutely not. I don't think so at all. I think there's a real assumption that, like, these kid- kids are going to be able to take it on the chin and they're expected to be tougher. Because they're grown. Than they're their bad. little white counterparts. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And then they're know. probably expected to behave better. Yeah, yeah, I thought it was really hypocritical. I thought Kyle in no way would have accepted that of her 14-year-old. If someone had said that to her 14-year-olds. No, no. I mean, in ten years' time, would oh, however hard and old our kids are, they're like tiny. In five years' time, if someone said that to Dorit's kid, she'd be fucking furious. Potentially, I think the only person who might have been different is Erica. I think Erica might have brushed off. I don't think she was saying like "fuck off," like she meant. She was just going, "I'll fuck off." Like she was just brushing it off. I do get what she's saying, but it's still not appropriate to say to a fourteen-year-old. No, it's not. And it's just not appropriate to be so, like, she was so fucking wasted again. And calling his, her, uh, the other son, Oliver. Okay, it's fine. You can. Calling the wife the baby mama. Yeah. You wouldn't have said that to a white man, would you? No, absolutely not. You would not have. And listen, it's okay to be inappropriate. He's a good looking guy. I get it. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. that whole Justin thing is fine, but I just think there was a lot of microaggressions in that mm-hmm. 10 minutes of the episode. Oh, completely. Think... She really, really showed herself up. 
as but also at the same time like I'm not mad at Erica for it like I don't feel like out of all of the housewives on that show I can categorically say with my hand on my heart that Erica is not racist I can promise you that she may have some sub some subconscious shit going on she may yeah have yeah some, some fun- like behavior I don't like but I that's why she... it's better that it's happened to her because she could take she could really take this as an opportunity to illustrate that that all the people who think they're not racist still have work to do yeah yeah. we all still have work to do we all fuck up we all still have absolutely predispositions or whatever the word is absolutely Depositions and, and that's not all of our individual fault is it society has encouraged that so it's better to at those moments if she'd just really taken a moment to sit down with Garcella and explore that and say look I'm really sorry and I'd like to apologize that would have been and a I- nice learning moment I feel like she I feel like the way she approached it at the lunch at Sutton's the awful lunch (laughs) absolutely awful lunch I don't really understand any of the concept of the lunch I don't understand why she invited them out of her house when the house isn't finished I don't understand why it's outside no but you know who I uh, understood and I'm here for Sheree yeah, she was the fucking voice of reason. She was funny, but she was also really nice to Doree. She was really kind to Doree. And I think in general, she's just a very logical person and she's a very, like... Yeah. This is the situation. And also, I'm going to get really confused between her and Sheree because they spell the name the same yeah. way. Yeah, yeah. It's not Why ideal. One of them should change that. Why do black people do this? They always do this. Because you throw an accent on top of a fucking letter doesn't mean it changes the demographic of the name. Like, just stop. I mean, that is entirely what an accent does. Shut up. It's a black, (laughs) ghetto black people thing. I can say that. I just think they shouldn't be, this is like the Heather problem again, isn't it? They just shouldn't be allowed to be two people with the same name. Bravo should just make someone change their name. And also, like, cast your net wider. We're looking for people not called Heather. There are other white people not called Heather. There's other black people not called Trey. Like, what are you doing? Do do better, bravo. But we know that they don't really know how to cast properly. They they don't like a broad net. They don't like too much background. Oh, we're going to have to talk about Jane Shaw at some point. Yes. But anyway, let's stick on Beverly Hills right now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's a horrible like, lunch. And this, and put this is the thing I was saying earlier. Put a rug down. Oh, you know it's mucky. It's muddy outside. You keep saying sure, mucky like that makes it cuter. Like I'm sure you have a rug that you can. Hire a rug. You've had a fucking photographer. D- yeah, do better, Sutton. You're rich. Do better. She's hired a photographer to photograph her table settings. And then everyone gets a fur, but you can't put a rug down. Yeah. I know. No. And then let's also talk about the other highlight of Beverly Hills for me. Uh, because nothing else really happened. I don't really care. The party happened. Erica told some people to fuck off. And then they had this lunch. But the main kicker for me was the really incredibly awkward lunch between Sutton and Diana. Oh, God, yeah. And the repeat of the several awkward lunches. There's an awkward lunch with 
with Sutton and Kyle, where like Sutton shows Kyle how she hugged her by hugging a bottle of wine. Like it's just she's so fucking weird. What is wrong with Sutton? I can't understand it. She's Asperger's. She has to be Asperger's. Oh, sorry, sorry. She's just all so my, self-involved. All of our listeners in America and North America, Asperger's. <laughs> she has Asperger's. Whereas, if you look how it's spelt and how the English pronounce it, is Asperger's. But we don't. I just think she's self-involved. I just she can't have a situation that doesn't involve her. Everything she looks relates straight back to her. It's like, and yes, it's very sad if she's had two miscarriages. Oh, absolutely. But, but Diana has just had a miscarriage and is still being affected by the consequences of it, like physically, whilst also having a baby. Like you're yeah. talking about 20 years ago, Sutton. It's not the same. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I really felt that the next big highlight for me was when they all went to do charity work at Thanksgiving. And Crystal was, Crystal was like explaining how charity worked to us because she's obviously so afraid with it. My kids have been doing this since they were like five great good for you this is their only meal this is the meal that they get good for you not that that we're othering people no um (laughs) my other highlight as well for me is the preview when crystal posts about her struggling with her eating disorder and how she looks and stuff and then erica says you can't have this because it's fried chicken tenders (laughs) (laughs) because at the time of this coming out and everyone pandering to Crystal I was like she's clutching at shores now because her racism storyline fell through because everyone didn't believe anything she said about doing this <laughs> so now she's bringing light to her eating disorder again because she needs to be center of attention and then Erica says well you can't have this because this is chicken tent like I was like yes Erica you go be that bitch because that's exactly what I was thinking <laughs> exactly what I was thinking like the whole it's crystal... the difference between us all thinking it they're crazy yeah I don't understand also as well I was thinking about Earthly Hills Lisa Rinna hasn't really been in it much no she's been really absent hasn't she and I'm not missing her <gasps> yeah controversial but I, possibly I agree but then Kathy Hilton hasn't come in yet and then we all know that there's this drama that's supposed to happen with Kathy and Lisa is supposed to be in it. So I'm sure she realises that she wasn't in it for a couple of episodes. So that's why she has to kind of mm. bring the heat bring whenever something. Yeah, yeah. Kathy comes in. Yeah, because we really, we saw her go into Sutton's house, didn't we? And we saw her um, going to Diana's because otherwise there would have been no issue at Sutton's lunch. She kind of says, oh, you called her soulless, which... She is just staring the pot, isn't she, at that point? Because she hasn't been at both things. But I did really like Diana's house. The more we see it, I'm like, oh, even though it's deeply impractical. But she admits that it's impractical. Yeah, and she admits that she just wants them all to be there. In this weird scenario where she's 20 years older than everyone. It's very strange. And I like the way that she kind of switched the feet over with the girlfriend and the son <laughs> I love that because I was like that's a mother-in-law I want yeah yeah like someone who gives a shit about me which I think is kind of cool but 
the highlight the right for me that, she can't but the highlight for me in that situation was the inappropriate relationship that her man-child fiance seems to have with her daughter like he was like let's call let I'm girl. gonna call her yeah, I guess he has to. I don't know. Is he just trying? I don't know. What is an appropriate relationship with your stepdad when he's three years older than you? Any kind of relationship is inappropriate when he's like that close to your age. Yeah, I mean, it's weird. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not. It doesn't make <laughs> you feel very comfortable. It really doesn't. It makes you very uncomfortable. I mean sort of seems fine I think it seems to be working does it who knows I like that she's like fully an equestrianist or whatever it's called and Diana's like no 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 I'm allergic to horses (laughs) she's so like gives a shit isn't she yeah I do like her I really like Diana and I think despite the fact that I think she's a sex trafficking pokehead um when has that ever stopped us being friends with someone exactly I'm like (laughs) way I just really like her thought processes I like the way she attack like handles situations and I like the fact that she's not willing to do the Beverly Hills thing where they just brush everything under the carpet she's like no we've had beef but I'm not going to be okay with that yeah and and she's calling Settle out Settle out on being such a fucking weirdo and then she said like the hug was fake and then they yeah. did the flashback and it's it was like, like what? I didn't know it's like so obviously fucking fake it was obvious at the time you need to like yeah that whole situation is really bizarre to me really bizarre really bizarre so my um, other big left wing question though from this my left field question from this episode okay is when we go to Kyle's house for Hanukkah and we go in and there's like a big book next to her door is that a decoration? Is that always there? It's all I've seen it multiple times and the what words are there. That? I don't know. I don't know. I need to know I, what that is. I feel like that was a Mauricio add in. Like Carl's it's... not happy with it. Mauricio wanted <laughs> I'm not happy with reason. it. <laughs> and yeah. That's my that was my main takeaway. I did like it. When Carl go. kissed their father in law on the lips. <laughs> Yeah, that was fun. <laughs> Whoops. Oh, but I love the fact that Dorit's De- children actually seem to be Jewish. Yeah, well, they can speak Hebrew, so. That's impressive. We've never seen Carl's children speak Hebrew. No, they did a little bit of joining in around the table, around the candles. But the last time we saw Carl's children, anything to do with that, they were doing... Um, Whatever, we saw the little one's bonnets for at the beginning of this. Yeah, but her whole thing was... I don't know what the girl word is. Bat mitzvah. Bat mitzvah. Wasn't learning her Hebrew and she didn't know how to speak Hebrew and she was but freaking out. But that was social anxiety. Fucking <sighs> <Okay>. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I fucking can't with these kids. I really can't. I really like it. I love how Kyle has converted to Judaism and then has hired a snow machine for Christmas. (laughs) I'm all over. That should be the name of this week's episode, Juice for Christmas. I'm all over it. Jill Zarin had a great time at Christmas. 
Can we call it that? Is that allowed? No. <laughs> Definitely not. Are you sure? I feel like we might be able to. <laughs> I know. I feel like all the platforms would like not. I don't allow think it's going to go. Yeah, I think. I think it's. No. We know we're not being anti-Semitic. I'm not sure it would read that way. No. Or oh, we have had new ratings on Apple Podcasts, which you've never had before. So we've oh. got five out of five stars on apple that's nice thanks guys i don't, I don't know who's listening on apple is it you <laughs> no no i mean that's far too tech savvy for me isn't it i don't have an apple i don't i don't know anyone who has an apple phone but I mean, yeah i have an iphone <laughs> yeah so you could be rating the show i could i mean i'm not but like but i could go in i can start if you'd like no it's fine i'd rather <laughs> it be organic <laughs> um all right cool so let's move on to menopause manor menopause manor that was a highlight for mike mike loved that there were some great quotes with the with, with that episode with the balloons and everything the balloons the balloon the big hot air balloon but like i was saying to mike like i was actually terrified for anyone who was going in the balloon for, with vicky because my whole thing was you will never get over someone full full over the side of a hot No, how will you ever? Your life will be divided into two parts. The day until someone fell out of a balloon, the day after. Who would do that? I mean, I don't know why anyone would do that. <laughs> I, I don't think know. either of you called Dorinda out enough on being a complete twat. Like, seeing my property from the sky. Um, I was so proud of myself as a woman for, what, inheriting this property sucking dick like I said to Mike she sucked dick for that just not sure if I believe she does did I just not sure if I believe it I know I think she did I think Dorinda's a closet hoe and I'm here for it I'm here for being a closet hoe do you think Brandy is a closet prude I don't think she's as good as I think she's a bit of chat isn't she I think if I came on to Brandy and offered her sex she would probably turn me down just think she just doesn't look very generous no she's not getting on top ever just think for someone who professes to be bi you've got to do a bit of work haven't you yeah you do and I'm not sure if I believe that she does yeah should we talk about the dinner the longest dinner on the hardest chairs as Phaedra said She's too funny. Oh, she just wins all the time. So, what didn't happen at that dinner? I mean, that was the episode, right? That was everything. Because we had Dorinda fighting Jill, we had Brandy and what's the face? Big mouth. Taylor with the arms wound up her arm to do the finger point. Well, she had to have those big, long arms to try and get back to what the fuck she was talking about. That was impressive. Um, and then and then the fallout of Brandy and Dorinda. Neither of them... I was like, this is not, this is not your fight. You, neither of you are fighting each other, and yet you've really fucking gone for it. Yeah, I don't know. I'm... That last five minutes of that episode <coughs> will forever go down 
as the most toe curling, awkward, yeah, like, inappropriate conversation. Oh, it's bravo, Cameron, isn't it? Just like where did Brandy get? But your husband killed himself as a relation to being a successful TV show. Like, where did that come from? Like, she's just throwing off. She just, yeah, exactly. What is breaking this? She has no filter. I don't even know if that's anything to do with filter at this point. That's just like, what happened to you? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. No, I don't know. She is bust. And then for Dorinda to be like, well, once if your child died, like, what? In my one defense of Dorinda, as we have one defense for lunatic every week. Okay, yes, we do. Go. I can understand that much like when um, Jackie was talking to Teresa, Dorinda was trying to get into a language that Brandy could understand. She was trying to sort of use a metaphor. But it, but that was really fucking stupid because these are the rules of the game, aren't they? Don't talk about people's fucking kids. Don't try and use a metaphor. These are literally the rules. Like, I, you don't strike me as a particularly violent person. Like, I don't feel like your go-to is to attack somebody across the table. Oh, no. but, even I, but even I would be, let me hold your ship. Go. I just think it's such a weird. I think you would. I think you would reach across the table and snatch and snatch a bitch up. Like I do. I do. You don't bring children. As far as Brandy went, that's one thing. But yeah. Then to but about it, but Brandy was fundamentally talking about an event that had happened. Yeah, but you... and Taylor was being a prick. Like oh. she had, like we. Well, who had a People's Choice Award? Like who gives a fuck? No one cares about the ratings. Because if it, the ratings meant anything, Atlanta wouldn't be on the air still. It, 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 the Potomac wouldn't be on the air still. Like all these shows that wouldn't. And Beverly Hills is not the highest ranking World Housewives anymore. Like, it, yeah, you, absolutely. It just it made no sense. It was and and her whole her whole reason to bring a fight and the whole Adrian thing. I was like, what? What the fuck? You haven't. This is not your fight. This is a decade ago. What the fuck are you arguing about? And Brandy's friends with Adrian now. I mean, I'm not sure if I believe she is, but whatever. Does it matter? No, it doesn't. Like, but I it love. Just seemed, it was like it's. This is. Why are you bringing this up? You're just trying to get a scene. Yeah, I don't know. She's not her Campbell toe. She wrote that. That's the only thing people are going to remember. I don't know. Yeah, it just. It was so. It was... And I just think, what did you expect? Like, if you've known Brandy for more than ten minutes, that what did you expect? That's what everyone says. Everyone was saying, like, as much as Brandy was in the wrong, you kind of expect it. was entirely predictable. Yeah, 100%. Um, my favourite part, And then part, it's the though, same with Dorinda, because she's entirely fucking predictable, that she's going to be a cow, a drunken mess. Yeah. Yeah, this is true. But I really loved at the end when Phaedra was consoling Brandy when she said, you can't speak to her, she's old enough to be your mama. <laughs> I think she was only about five years old, but it was the barman. Poor barman. And he's like laughing into his mask. <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, too good. But Get it, next, all of it. 
the next day was interesting to me. So this is like the next episode when they were all at the breakfast table and they were all unanimous in their con- conversation that Dorinda can't continue the way that Dorinda's continuing. They all need to pull Dorinda up. We and all then, need to talk about Dorinda being a drunk. And Brandy but was not, like, I'm not, gonna not say fucking something. Me. We should all talk about it. I'm not gonna talk about it. And then Brandy was like, I'm gonna say something. And then when it happened never didn't really seem to land in the same way that they were no and then they sort of tasked Fader with it didn't they and it, again I felt like I kind of missed the actual conversation I was like did it did anyone say anything not really but I feel like during the, the conversation we didn't see was the conversation in the car and then they did the flashback like to the car and they were saying mm-hmm. to her like you can't behave like I feel like you're doing this like Brandy was saying to her I feel like you're doing the same stuff that I was doing mm-hmm. like a couple of seasons and it doesn't get you anywhere like this is yeah. why you're on pause you're going to stay on pause and I don't think you're going to go anywhere and then when oh, Dorinda was saying yeah. in a confessional <laughs> Dorinda was saying in a confessional later when she was like when Phaedra spoke to me I really yeah. felt like and, and I don't think it was the Phaedra conversation. I think it was when Brandy said to her, you will continue to stay on pause if you continue this behaviour. Yeah, if you don't recognise that behaviour. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a good point. I don't think that she is remotely interested in anything anyone had to say apart from... No, she Brandy doesn't care her, other than how she can get back on the show. You're not going to be on there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and That's what any of them fine. want, but it's quite sad. I don't think Phaedra wants to be on the show, and I don't think Eva wants to be on the show. And I genuinely no. believe Brandy wouldn't go back on the show either, but the rest of them definitely. Oh, I think kind of Brandy, I think probably would. I think, I don't know so much about Tamara. I'm not sure she's bothered. I think Tamara's on. I mean, she has a podcast talking about Real Housewives. What a lunatic. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't mean that, you cunt. <laughs> I mean... She's, like, yeah, yeah, she's obviously still interested. Yeah, and good she's point. with Teddy Mellencamp, like yeah, the most desperate, thirsty <laughs> person in the whole wide world. Like, really? So you're yeah, obviously yeah, no, you're you're true. That's right. You're true. You're correct. You're talking about these things, so I don't know. Yeah, but my, I think my favorite moment of the last episode completely was when Jill Zarin was so upset that no one wanted to have sex no, with her. No wanted to have and sex with like, I know you want to offer me sympathy sex. No <laughs> one wants sympathy sex. Oh, it's so upset. She's oh so calculated though because, because I think because she's entirely sober, she's like properly writing down the rankings. She's making yeah. a table. One hundred percent. and nobody wants her and that's you know a harsh reality I did feel like someone should throw a bone bless her but you would you if you had a choice between like Phaedra I'm not blind Brandy (laughs) I didn't even fuck Brandy before I fucked Jill Zaren I would I feel like Jill Zaren would want to talk to me about the condoms where she got like the bed sheets where they're from or like I just I don't oh, I'm not you'd, need, you'd need a review and an endorsement afterwards oh my god no it would never go away yeah. I did feel a bit for Jill like this wasn't exactly her day was it like we're gonna go wine tasting and then we're gonna have Christmas she's like 
cool. I can totally relate. Well, I love the fact. I love the way that she was like continuously mentioning the fact that she was a Jew <laughs> and she was celebrating Christmas, and she was like, "I love this." And then she had the dress with the calves. Yeah, yeah, she did, and she got the jumper. <laughs> but do you know what I really loved as well? Like randomly going back because I'm not in any sequence. The, uh, the last episode opening with Marco sitting in the confessional chair. Oh yeah, Marco thinks and- he's arrived. I would love to know where Marco trained. I'd like to know where Marco lives. Because <laughs> I think it's inside the winter's pussy. I think you called it. Yeah, he knows what he's doing. Okay, now we've missed a favourite line of mine. Oh. And I think it was Brandy about um, when Jill got her flowers with an apple in. When you Brandy said, got your apple back. And then Brandy said he knows where his BJs are buttered. <laughs> oh. <laughs> she's smart. Yeah. yeah, I feel sad for Jill. I feel sad that she's so cute. Do you reckon Jill sent her self flowers? No, I reckon she told Gary to do it. Okay. But I reckon technically she didn't send them to herself. Right. Right. In the same way, I reckon she technically didn't say that the cameras could be at the funeral because it was from her PA. Mm-hmm. Mm. I reckon yeah. technically she is not involved. Right. Okay. So we have Christmas, and I have, and I am impressed by Christmas at, at Bluestone. I have to admit. Oh, like, this is the type of Christmas I want to have. Yeah, and they're all kind of like they were all a bit shady, and I'm like, nah, that's that's fucking great. Everyone, we loves we used to have when I was a teenager and a kid. We used to have what's called mini Christmas in like October with another family, like who we were like family friends with. Oh, that's lovely. Yeah, it was really lovely, and you'd we'd have Christmas dinner. We'd alternate who's like if we went to them or if they came to us, and like uh, like it carried on like when we were at college and stuff. And it was really nice because it's like Christmas, but without kind of the pressure of Christmas. And we'd get decorations down, and we'd do Christmas dinner, and we'd like do a secret Santa, and it was really fucking nice. I think so. I I think I'm quite into Christmas in September. I feel like we need to start doing that with people we know. I feel like yeah, this is what it's lovely. Yeah, I'm here for this. Let's do this. Let's do it. Excellent. Let's do it. We'll come to yours. You can cook. <laughs> so they Let's do the white up. elephant, which is what they, which is kind of better than Secret Santa, isn't it? Because you get to steal from people. I think the white elephant is fantastic, and I only found out about it in Housewives. I never knew it existed before. Yeah, it's good. It's good. You have to play it well, and everyone. I like people really pl- played into the game well in that. Like, it's good to have one nice thing. <laughs> That really works really nicely. It's not like the Atlanta one last time. Where everyone <laughs> had nice things apart from Drew. Apart from like one shit wick. Horribly wrong. And the tape of the prophet. Oh god, fuck yeah. Oh no, yeah, that was terrible. No, that really ruined the game. <laughs> Drew doesn't know how to read a room. But they all kind of got to the point where they were all trying to make peace with each other, aren't they? Because they're all showing that they're nice people, really. But then Tamma takes the scarf back. No yeah, one wants but Jill Zara and Candle. No, and no one wants to have sex with Jill. <laughs> but she has. Jill. And Brandy's really general. trying to have sex with Vicky just because it makes her so uncomfortable. I want to 
like get up in there. The head movement with the, <laughs> and the claws. I did think I kept thinking in all of their choices yeah yeah we're all you're all putting Eva up top have you seen the nails on her Christ no oh that's not going up anything exactly no can we also discuss the fact that Tamara believes that Denise and oh yeah (laughs) yeah she believes Brandy even though she can't say the right name at the right point and then was like she like was really confused by herself yeah because she thinks Denise hit on her yeah wow I mean I think all sides of the crazy are believable at this point I've never None of I've them are never, less believable I've never doubted Brandy I've never doubted Brandy okay I think Brandy is a lot of things but a liar she I don't think she is I think she's just not got the consistency to keep up a lie she would have told us if she was lying she would say yeah and she'd I think she would lie but I think she'd then tell you yeah she'd be like fuck it I believe Tamara's lying do you? yeah I think I do what benefit has Tamara got for lying though? I just don't imagine that anybody could be that anybody could think I think Tamara's so straight <laughs> I just think she's so straight who would did think that this not, is a viable option did you not see the first season with Bronwyn oh yeah but Bronwyn was just like a bag of booze yeah but Tamron didn't have to get all up in that and she got all up in that multiple times yeah but I think that's that kind of like Christian college student thing I think I think that's like lesbianism for voyeurism like look how sexy uh, okay. right but yeah she's really dull yeah um, I'm oh not my here God. for that um Taylor and Brandy kissing made me think how does anyone kiss Taylor her mouth is so peculiar it's uncomfortable it's uncomfortable so what has happened to Brandy's face in the confessional she looks like she's had a stroke like one side of her mouth <laughs> is not moving I'm horrible I'm sorry I know it's so <laughs> not true though is it oh i just pulled my nose stud out <laughs> oh no how that really hurt <laughs> um all right hold on i put that back in um it's more of a yeah one side of my face feels like she's collapsed yeah i'm not gonna lie it does look like that but i would never have said that <laughs> But I only would have thought that. I wouldn't have said it out loud. Oh, I see. I know, but okay. the thing is, we're not supposed to. I mean, we come, we came for their looks in the first episode. Yeah, we no, obviously, we would never episode. judge anyone by their looks. Obviously, I mean, never. That'd be terrible. Once. <laughs> Can we talk about how? <laughs> I'm joking. Um, but so, okay, so let's also talk about how they discussed at this winery lunch that all the girls that the winery lunch about how they exited or like oh, their experience yeah. on this, the housewife show and we weren't allowed to hear Phaedra's side of the story of why Phaedra no, she will because there's no side of the story is there she just didn't want to talk about it because there's no way opening that up does not help doesn't help her story that that made me realize why I don't like Phaedra again that gave me the glimmer of you know yeah, like it, she just it, shut it down because she realized it was it smacked me in the face and being like, yeah, yeah, there's a reason why I don't have Phaedra. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God, but, it made me think 
they have shared some personal shit on this show, man. Her actual, her actual kids were actually born on camera. I felt uncomfortable watching it. It made my me stomach too. hurt. I never even had C-sections. I don't know what it feels like. But I just it thought, imagine, like, but those aren't babies anymore. Those are people whose birth is on television. Yeah. Kind of cool. No? Do you think her new guy is an ex-con? 100%. Yeah, okay. He's a physician. <laughs> Bullshit. Yeah, okay. Cool. Me too. There's no way he's a normal, regular guy. He's crazy. It doesn't, it doesn't seem to track, does it? No. And if he was a normal, regular guy, you would be braiding him around these streets like he yeah, was Yeah, yeah. I um, feel a bit sad for Vicky and that she didn't really seem to have any, like, genuinely nice moments, did she? Like, all of her highlights were all like, oh, I remember, like, I got divorced. I was with this terrible man. He faked cancer. And my kids didn't want me to come visit them in college. And then my kids fell out with me, and yeah, like I was just like, oh. And then I talk about when we we're going to die. Oh yeah, I did like <laughs> Tamara is obsessed with death. I hadn't really clocked that, but it was very true. It's she always talks about when she's going to die. Yeah, and, and like once we'd see, once she'd shown us it, we could, I couldn't unsee it. And her fear of being alone, and she wonders why she attracts bad men because they watch. Yeah, the show. <laughs> you're fucking desperate. <laughs> asshole and yeah. um, all right cool so listen let's like wrap up so okay we have confessional looks awards and whatever else blah, blah, blah. but i feel like this week i don't know if you agree you can disagree obviously because you're co-host but um i feel like our opinions on the gen char situation should oh. be a bit more important than an who looks yeah. good in a dress yes yes okay yes true okay so let's end the episode with jen shah has pled was, guilty has pled guilty after her former assistant the guy that we saw Stuart, her, like co-accused was, who then came forward he basically became an informant and yeah. then however many weeks later before like the day before she was set to go to trial she changed her plea to guilty and the transcript that we've seen on the tinterweb whether or not it's real i don't know has been when the judge has said to her do you understand what you've done and she says yes i did it i'm ashamed of my actions i'm ashamed of what i did i'm embarrassed for my family and i want to pay my debt to society and I'm over it. So now she has sentencing set for November, and she can yeah. Get but up. they're saying it, aren't they saying it's going to be earlier? Maybe potentially, but she can get up to fourteen years. Oh, I Even? think I'd had eleven. Eleven, fourteen. What? Regardless. Yeah, yeah. So, but but she, I don't think she will get that because that's how the system works, isn't it, in America? But is in she the- not the wrong color? <laughs> yes to work and this is, the, this is the floor of the system isn't it in that in that you get a significantly reduced sentence if you plead guilty okay so but loads why... of innocent people plead guilty because they know they're not going to win okay so is this is this but that's where you a are separate that's a separate that's a separate thing because i don't think she's innocent okay that was I my think question she's, no yeah i think she's guilty i think she's playing the game i think she's trying to get as little time as possible which why would you she not she was guilty the whole time that she was screaming that she was innocent last season and the whole time 
the whole time. Did I think I, she was guilty? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think I kind of did, yeah. Okay. I just think then, the lifestyle didn't add up, did it? No, it did not. It did not. He was like an and assistant coach at a university, like, and she had a job that I didn't know what it was and that weird man, and it just seemed weird. Yeah. And she's... And, she wasn't very surprised when she got arrested and then she was like what isn't that that line in the usual suspects like the the I don't know what the line is obviously because I can't remember it at all but like <laughs> the person who's chilled in jail is the guilty person because they've been caught they've got nothing else to lose and she was so fucking casual for the rest of the season after she'd been arrested mm-hmm. she like didn't give a shit she had nothing to lose she was like yeah no life's fine <clears throat> like it's happened like yeah. And the I'm thing that she's worried about was being caught. And I'm interested to see how her season three is because obviously they filmed the whole of season three, right? Yeah. And now it's not out yet, but they filmed it. So I'm interested to see if she's still proclaiming her innocence in season three. I'm sure. Meredith Marks like went on the internet to defend her like not 24 <laughs> hours before she said she, she pled guilty. <laughs> uh, you're all innocent until you're proven guilty. I plead guilty. All right, cheers, mate. <laughs> And like they spent the last two years hating each other, and then all of a sudden she's like, "I'm going to be on your side." <laughs> it was a misstep. <laughs> so, next question: Do you think Coach Shah is going to stay with her? Uh, yes. Why? Because, because I think he thinks marriage is forever. And I think he thinks marriage is an important part of a family. So, fine. And he's My a good next... Muslim boy. Are they allowed to get divorced? Oh, aren't they allowed to have multiple wives? No. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, probably in Salt Lake City, everyone's allowed to have multiple wives. I feel like I showed my ignorance a lot on this podcast. <laughs> I don't feel like I'm this culturally dumb in real life. But on this podcast, for some reason, a show... <laughs> It's some reason, three fair. hours into drinking on a Friday, we're not our best selves. <laughs> I did love that moment in Dubai this week when they were like, the thing is, you can be gay. It's not like in New York where you can, like, hold hands. I guess. Like, so you can be, guy- be gay in the sense that you can just be a man in the same city as another man. Like, could oh, you- wow, that's fucking liberal, that is. Could you get a rent? Where both of your names are on the book. Yeah, absolutely. If it's a two-bedroom place, yeah. Oh, I don't think you could. I don't think. I think as long as you could prove, as long as two single people could also happily live there. Yeah, fuck off. (sighs) Um. Okay. Next question. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I've forgotten it. I was going to say this is more questions than I thought there would be. No, I have a lot. It's like it's a whole thing. So like, Are you on the jury? I wish. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> um, yeah. No, I forgot what I was going to say. Do you think Stuart will get off? 100%. I think Stuart will get, like, nothing. I think he'll get, like, 18 months suspended or something. <laughs> no, he's an informant, so he's not going to get anything. So he's given mm-hmm. all the information. And, he'll, and suddenly and he'll think, get a new life in Florida or something. Yeah, but that's the reason why I think she's played guilty is because he's become an informant and there's absolutely no hiding from the information yeah. that they yeah, have. Yeah. None whatsoever. And even if, even if he 
was doing stuff shadily behind her back and she didn't really know and she was just signing shit like Teresa Judas was just signing shit like no defense it, it's no defense is it so she's like no. regardless of if I've done it or not yeah regardless if my to, name is on the paper I have to cop to yeah. it and she's a housewife and Teresa did hard time for yeah. signing a piece of paper she's defrauded millions of people out of so much money she's mm. obviously gonna do jail time so it's like a whole thing my other thing was do you think she will survive in prison like do yeah, you think absolutely. like i think she'll be fine <laughs> will she go to a proper prison or will she go to a celebrity prison i don't know but i think she'll be fine I think she's smart enough. I think she should just figure out. Like, I don't understand how you do wire fraud and like trick people with like out of their credit cards on the phone and shit. I think it should be fine. Yeah. I think she'll come up forty years older. Oh, one hundred percent. She's gonna look a mess. Yeah. Because that's all Botox and fillers. That's that face. There's no like. Whereas Teresa, you can say what you want. Yeah, and I think and I think there's lipo and everything. Like, yeah, exactly. Denshaw's not going to the gym. No, 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 no. So, I'm bald. I reckon she come up bald. <laughs> because I think it's all weave. And then I think she will get in the kind of fight where people pull your hair out. <laughs> so, what do you think Mary M. Cosby is saying right about now? Oh, she doesn't fucking know. <laughs> She has no clue. She has no idea. I wish Mary. I I hope Mary's praying on it. Oh, bless. That would be nice. I don't think she would be. I'm unconvinced she would pray for a nice thing. I think she's the kind of fire and brimstone that would be like, smite that bitch. I mean, she's saying it to a congregation of mannequins and shoes. <laughs> That's the name of the podcast episode. A congregation of mannequins <laughs> and shoes. That's it right there. All right. On that note, I'm going to... We'll go. That's it. So thank you for listening, guys. <laughs> Don't forget to rate, comment, and subscribe. <laughs>